A woman leases her dog. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I've got my stein of coffee, water today actually, and I thought we would have a look at this article, and I know it's a little old. I know it's a little old, but this is insane. This is utterly insane. This is a story about a woman leasing a dog. I just heard about this yesterday. And off the back of the episode I did yesterday about the tremendous Christmas debt that people have and my criticisms of the lack of understanding of fundamental issues with regard to finance and business and, frankly, opportunity cost, this seems utterly nuts. Who the hell would lease a dog or take a payment plan to pay off a dog? You get them for free. Can't you get it for like 20 bucks or something at the, the pound? What is going on here? And this is in America, so I'm hoping no one in this Australia is going to make this same mistake, but... I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> Stupidity is a universal constant. Constant. Oh, boy. So, Linda threatens to take Dog back after saying woman was only leasing him. The woman chose a financing option, but is refusing to make a final payment. So she signed a contract, she made an agreement, and now she's refusing to, to abide by it. So I, I, in some ways, I feel sorry for her stupidity. I mean, it, it's a dog. It is a dog. Okay, I can see someone getting desperate and needing to, to you know, take the credit card to make sure there's food on the table or something like that if they're really badly organized or, so, or something happens. But it's a dog. Let me know what you think, guys. Before we get any further into the article, please let me know your opinion. Am I right to think this is utterly nuts or is this completely acceptable? So Max has been part of the Catadino family for over two years. I added that over in there just to emphasize. The Long Island natives took the golden retriever on trips played with him in the park, and went for daily walks. So they got emotionally attached to this product they were leasing. And then the company that financed the purchase of the pup threatened to repossess him. Families run him with pet leasing. Pet leasing. I still, I can't believe that is a thing. It just seems insane. An option increasingly coming under government scrutiny started innocently enough. Max's owner, Danielle and her sons decided to take a look at the dogs at the local pet store, Shake a Paw. To be honest with you, we really were not there to buy a dog. So it's a, it's not even, it's an impulse purchase. It's a bloody impulse purchase for a dog. They got a dog on finance at an impulse purchase. I can't believe this. We were just going for a visit. Take the boys, let's go visit the dog store. And Max, doing his playful thing, was up there saying, Pet me, pet me, pet me. She told Good Morning Australia. And that's when they said, Would you like to go in a room with him? Oh, they're getting you hooked, they're getting you hooked. And I was like, I know how that's going to end up. But we did, and we fell right in love. Why is... A golden retriever is that expensive? I don't understand. Maybe I need to start breeding dogs. Damn. 
who says she couldn't afford to buy the dog outright from the seller 23 months ago, so she signed up for a leasing plan with WAGS Lending. Wow. I mean, think about think If you're going to start up a financing company and you're doing it with something that people will be emotionally attached to, I mean, people love their dogs. They spend a fortune on their dogs. They're part of a family. People make sacrifices for their animals. Here's a question. If the dog gets sick and dies, do you still have to pay the rest of the, you know, the final payment? Maybe they'll come and repossess your furniture because you've, you've done dodge on your contract. It, this just seems insane. You know, if she couldn't afford it, don't buy it. It's that simple. Wow. But anyway, should have gone after pay, huh? 54 payments of, of uh, you know, $12. It was offered to us. Well, you can finance. You can finance. So my husband and I discussed it for a moment and said, "Okay, if my credit is good, run it, and we'll go from there." Wow. It happened to work out. We were approved. I forget the total. She doesn't even know the total dollar amount. I believe it was maybe two and a half thousand dollars. Two and a half thousand dollars. And the first payment was paid there on the spot. And then it would be consecutive 23 payments after that. They're financing a dog. Okay, I mean, it's a nice dog. I like dogs. I'm trying to convince my wife to get a family dog. I need to build a fence around the house first. I grew up with dogs. You know, I'm a dog person. I prefer dogs to cats. Cats make you go crazy with their poo. Still, I'm not paying 2500 bucks for a dog. No, sorry, Bob. So, did I know it was a lease before I signed? Absolutely not, she added. Well, then you're stupid. Did you read the paperwork that they put in front of you? Probably not. I was told it was, I was financing. There was no mention of a lease. But the documents she signed, which she acknowledged she didn't read, closely enough at the time. Well, there you go. There you go. Wow. There's wording in the paperwork that you are financing X amount of dollars, although the top of the paperwork does say this is important information about your lease. So there you go. There you go. Which to me, financing versus a lease are two different animals, so to speak. No pun intended, she said. She says she paid the first 23 installments of $145.19 on time without issue. But now she's balking after the lender asked for a final repayment of $338. The final cost would be over $1,000 more than the install price. Well, that's how this works. These companies aren't just generous. They want to make a profit. Wow. Wags Lending did not respond to a request for comment from ABC News. The Federal Trade Commission warned consumers against just such an issue last November. You sign an agreement to make payments towards ownership, or so you think. The government agency wrote on its website, you may unintentionally sign up to make costly extended lease-to-own payments that add up to about twice the list price of the pet. You're paying over what could be years. The company still owns your pet. When the lease is up, you may have to pay additional costs to actually own it. 
I mean, so is that the final value of the pet, the 300 and that, is that the real value of the pet at the end of the lease, the $338? I mean, that could be 300, 350 bucks for a dog. That's a little bit more reasonable, isn't it? For a dog that size. Frankly, it's been a, I, it's been a year since I've looked at, walked into a pet store or a pound. Someone let me know what the price of a dog like that is. Two and a half grand, is that reasonable? Remember, this is American money. You get a car for that over there, guys. Some cities you could probably get a house. Wow. Libby Post, executive director of the New York State Animal Protection Federation, told GMA, the state is moving to ban the practice of pet leasing. So far, California and Nevada are the only two states to do so. But it's likely to happen soon in New York. The state assembly and senate have passed a bill. And it's only awaiting a signature from the governor, Mr. Kumo. People get caught up in this and they don't realize what they're signing because of falling in love with the puppy. And so we just have to be uh, cognizant of that. People need to recognize this and ask the questions. Post said. We're hoping that when this bill comes before Como, he signs it. Because it's a really important piece of legislation that will protect animals and protect consumers. How will it protect animals? It'll stop people buying them. I don't think it'll make any difference to animals. I think, I think it's just more government legislation to protect dumb people. In the meantime, she's off the hook for a final payment. Shaker Pet told ABC News that it will make the final payment so Max won't have to go anywhere. So the pet store is making the final payment. They're copying it. Well, I'm sure, you know, that's a small slice out of the two and a half grand they got for the dog. Wow. So guys, what do you think about this one? Common sense? Buying a pet on a lease? Or financing a pet? Even financing a pet? How stupid is this? And what this is telling us? People have no idea about finance. No idea just about... Not even economics, just personal spending. Making decisions like this. This is what worries me. This is what worries me. And I guarantee you there are people like that here in Australia. And what really scares me is they've got the same vote as someone who knows what's going on. That's what really worries me. We need to address this. There needs to be more discussion about things like this in the public, on YouTube, on television. And not just people listening to Koshy's rubbish about you know finance. It needs to, it needs to happen at school, primary school. Let me know what you're doing to help teach your children about finance, how you're helping to prepare them. We, we did the, the tax man game, where I think I'm probably turning my children into uh, anarchist libertarians. <laughs> Frederick still thinks the tax man isn't real. No, no, daddy, the tax man's not real. He's pretend because he's a monster that takes half your money. Anyway, let me know what you're doing that's probably a little bit more sensible uh, than I am. So I can, I can learn from all your comments, guys. I know there's a few good books and things out there, but I think it comes down to parents teaching the kids. But the problem is, what if the parents have no bloody idea? What if the parents are leasing their dogs? Wow. Anyway, guys, thanks for joining me for this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and want to help us produce more content, I have a Patreon where you can make a small monthly donation. You can also do the same on YouTube and Join here and also get access to special emojis and badges. We have 
affiliate links and independent reserve for crypto, Amazon and eBay for your consumer purchases. It's a great way for you to support content creators without incurring any additional costs. I've noticed a few people have been purchasing Blu-rays and DVDs on Amazon, so thank you very much. We also have our very own limited edition pocket squares we make right here in Brisbane. And you can access them on the Heisers website. The link is down below. And finally, if you want to make a direct donation, we have PayPal where you can just transfer some resources to us. And we really appreciate it. And thank you for everyone who's made such general donations over the Christmas period and New Year's period. Take care, guys. I've got a few other videos lined up for today talking about different aspects of the bushfire. One regarding the cash ban or cashless failure, people having to steal, and another discussing bushfire load warnings. So we'll have to look at those. Take care, have a great day, and I will talk to you all later. Bye for now.